Perek Bet of Habakkuk. Uh, just as an introduction, there's a nice comparison in the Gemara Ma'asechet Ta'anit between uh, Habakkuk and Hanim Ma'agel. Radak refers to it, and Rashi refers to it. That uh, what happens over here, Hanim Ma'agel tries to copy later on. But for a different reason, he puts himself in a circle and he demands rain from Hashem, and then later demands the rain to stop. This is not the place for this discussion, but it's definitely a good place for the further study. Ta'anit ma'asechet chav And you can see the Rashi and the Radak over here. So maybe he did that. Maybe Habakkuk put himself inside a circle. He dug a hole in the ground and sat in a circle. Or maybe it's just re- reference to uh, the words that he used. Let's see. Amishmati Amoda, I will stand at my watch, like a Mishmar. Or maybe it's like Samotoba Mishmar, like a prison. I'm imprisoned, I'm besieged. He used the word Sun Matsur. Matsur. And I'm standing straight in my Matsur. I'm imprisoned. I'm besieged by all these questions. Why is there Tzadik Vara Why is bad things happening to Sadiqim? Why are having good things happen to them? I need you, Bode Alam, to answer these questions for me. And I'm standing patiently waiting, besieged, but patient. Why does Nebuchadnezzar get empowered to conquer the world? Why do the Kastim go unchecked, going around, destroying everything? Why is there no reproval? Why does no rebuke? And I look forward to see what message will come through me. And how I respond to this debate. doesn't mean reproval here, but Ibn Azad says this is more from the word of a debate, discussion I went into. Pasuk Bet. And I got the response. Habakkuk gets his prayer answered. And this is what Elam tells him. Ketov Hazon, write down this prophecy, Uba'er al Haluhot, and write it down on a plate. You know, there used to be, still have a little bit today, but used to be kids in school had a writing slate, a little piece of uh, blackboard that they would write on. And that's what it means, Lahot over here. Ben Ezra says, this is talking about things that the children used to use, something that could be written simply, simply understood as opposed to writing a long Megillah or a Sefer. This is a common phrase used till today, especially rabbis who write sefarim that are well-indexed, well-researched. They're put on through, put in very easily. So what's going to be written on there? That Nebuchadnezzar's reign will end one day. And Daniel will prove it very simply, interpreting the dreams of Nebuchadnezzar, Azayah will confront Nebuchadnezzar and be saved miraculously. He'll have his one year of insanity. He becomes like an animal in, the, in the, his backyard, in his woods. And his descendant, the final link of his dynasty, Belshazzar, will meet a cruel end. This is the Hazon that I write. 
there'll be another Hazan one day. Maybe this is referring to Yirmiyah, as Radak seems to say. And Radak later on says, maybe this is even times of Mashiach. Why the other Farshim says Mashiach? If you look at the words, Rambam writes, he uses these words when he talks about Mashiach coming. Another prophecy will come, another prophet will come, and it will come at the end of time, at a set time, and it will happen. Nothing will fail. If it feels that it's taking long, right? We say this by Mashiach all the time, every day. And if this prophecy is going to take time, so we'll take simple explanation like Radak, Ibn Azra that we're talking over here, for the end of the cruel reign of Nebuchadnezzar and the Kazdim, it's going to happen. Be patient, you'll see it end. Whatever time that Borei Alam defined for him, it will not take any longer. Pesach Dalit. Opelah. He's going to become inflated. So this could be talking about Nebuchadnezzar himself. He himself becomes haughty. Comes from the word ma'apilim, the stubbornness to continue in their ways. He won't keep his soul, his neshama straight. Famous line, Habakkuk came, put all the service of Hashem in three words. It's Sadiq And again, this is not the place for this discussion, but it's a beautiful line. But the way we explain over here is that the Sadiq doesn't have to hide from the Rasha. He could live his own life, and no matter how puffed up and how haughty he gets, the Rasha won't have an effect on the Sadiq. Or we could flip it, like Ibn Azar says. How would anyone, unless drunk, he, he connects the next pasuk, pasuk hey. How can anyone but drunk from wine could imagine that he's going to make a sadiq suffer, you could do terrible things, and you'll get away with it, and no punishment will ever come. How can one deny that his day won't come to him? Let's see pasuk hey. Bav ki boged. And the wine will betray you. Gather Yahir, you haughty man, loyin veh. Your house, your building, your beautiful palace, Nebuchadnezzar, I won't last. Asher hev that you widened like the grave. Who kamavet You'll never be satisfied, even in your death. We suffer love called goyim, because one day all these goyim that you gather will come. We a love called amim. They'll come back to get you, which you did to them. Nebuchadnezzar was known to take allies and then stab them in the back, betray them. This will happen to him. Didn't you think that one day all these people that you heard are not going to come back to get you? The disgrace that you put on them will come back to you. You'll get personally disgraced. And then when that day comes, these enemies who you thought were your allies, who you betrayed, 
for they come to destroy your palace, to destroy you and the Kastim, and to pull down the mighty empire of Bavel. And they're going to come and turn you into a mocking story, to a mocking riddle. And now the prophecy breaks up into five parts. Each one is going to begin with the word hoi. Well, we could say like, oh, whoa, or like even today, it can sound like oi, hoi, five of them. First one begins in the middle of Pasuk Vav. This is what they're going to say to, to Nebuchadnezzar or about Nebuchadnezzar and his empire. Hoi amarbeh lolo, you accumulated something not yours, and matai, how long you machbir alav avatit, all you did was put more mud on top of yourself, avatit. Thick mud. This everything that you got, all that you accumulated, all the wealth of so many nations. Will you live forever to enjoy what you amassed? Isn't it just more dirt that you're gonna pile on your grave higher and higher? You're just adding on to your palatial compound more dirt, make it extended? Or is it Benazir says this is guilt? Your guilt, your ashamafid, you just pile up more guilt on yourself? When you die, when your end comes, suddenly those who come to Baicha will come. And those who are going to scare you, or those the ones you scared, will jump upon you. And they're going to come and take you and attack you. Will the grave be a safe place for you? Ibn Radak says, Finding thought. The worms are the end of Rasha in his grave. These worms are going to come bite you. Or even more frightening thought. You're going to dig yourself this grade and pile up mud upon mud to, to protect yourself. And these people that you killed in the netherworld, they're going to look for you over there also. And the simple explanation, the day will come at the time of Yemiyah, where they're going to dig up your grave, Nebuchadnezzar, and pull your body out. Or... Another explanation, your end is, like we said before, your end is the end of your dynasty. Your great-grandson, Belshazzar, will be killed, be destroyed by your enemies, Paras and Madai. That will end your dynasty. Pasuk Het. Kata shalota goyim rabim. Because you pushed away so many nations, yishalucha koyeta amim. They're going to come back and push you. The blood of the people that you spilled and the stealing, the thievery that you did to the land, the destruction, but the cities, all this is going to come back to you. And another reference is referring to Yerushalayim. Not only what you did to the cities, but what you did to Yerushalayim is going to come back on you. Second hoy. Pasuk Tet, we're going to go all three Pesukim. Ted Yud and then we'll go through the explanations. Hoi is the person who you had all these evil gains just to add to your house. To make your nest so high. Why? Why'd you build this great tower? Because you thought it'll protect you one day. But all you did is bring humiliation to your house. Ketzot amim rabim. All these people that you cut off from you, the Hoten of Shecha, you did a sin with your life, 
because the stones will cry out. This kafis is a wood, different types of wood we could explain, but it's wood will respond to the stones crying. What does it all mean? You plundered to build your palace. You went to every city, you tore down the cities, you tore down walls and stones, and you transport them back to build your own stone cities. And why did you build a high tower? Because you know one day they're going to rebel against you and thought you could protect yourself. And then these people are going to come one day to you, Nebuchadnezzar, and tear down that palace and tear down your, your country. And every stone will cry out, That's the, I was stolen. This is the stone that was stolen. And the wood will respond. Or it's a crossbeam, the kafis. Or it's a wood chips on the roof. Whatever it was, they're going to respond and say, Yes, we're also stolen. This is what the people are going to say. Oh, now, we're getting, now it's payback time for what he did to us. Point number three. Goes from Pasuk Yudbet to Yudalat. Hoi bona ebedamim, you built a city. Woe to you, built a city with blood. V'chonen kereb avla. You establish your, your, your area with inequity. Allahinem et Adonaitzavot. People are going to hear from this, they say this comes from Hashem. Yu'amim bide'esh, ulamim bide'erek, ya'afu. And they're going to come be filled with fire and destruction for you. The land will fill to realize the honor of Hashem. As the water covers over the sea. So now, the Radak says, even though he was going with Nebuchadnezzar, but he has to admit, over here this really sounds Yemota Mashiach, times of Mashiach, that they will come, the whole world will come to realize Hashem. But whatever it is, simple explanation, even Nebuchadnezzar, even the Kastim, even Belshazzar will realize that Hashem controls the world, all from Hashem. Whether it was Nebuchadnezzar, in mid-sentence, of intellectual sentence, he went into insanity, and everyone around him was from Hashem. Whether it was Belshazzar, where he's enjoying the party of his new kingdom, destru- destruction of Beit HaMikdash, that the writing on the wall came and his end came there, they acknowledged it. Or maybe even in the time of Yirmiyah, people will say, this is what happened, or in the time of Gog and Magog, as he said later on, will come out. But whatever it is, they'll all realize you can't get away with it without Hashem giving retribution. Hoy number four, Pasuk Tedvav to Yerhet. Hoy mashkeh da'ehu. He used to give wine to his friends. Misapech hamatachav avshakeh. And he gave his friends a drink, but he had a little poison in there to get them drunk. Laman habita ma'odahem. To gaze upon their humiliation. Savata kalamikavod. You wanted more disgracing people than honoring people. Shetegamatavehadem. You girls are going to get drunk now. You're going to feel. You're going to get a taste of your own medicine. The cup of Hashem will be turned against you. You're going to see later, the Radak explains, comes from two words, Ki, Kalon. A fierce, disgusting vomiting of disgrace will come on you. Because the violence that you did to the Lebanon will cover you. 
what you did to steal all these animals will break your country. From the blood that you spilled of people, from the stealing that you did from the land. The city, your city, and all that happens to others. What is this talking about? So again, we could say this is referring to Yushalayim, to Israel, Lebanon. All this is in revenge for what you did to Yushalayim, destroying the Bet Mikdash, for putting the Bnei Yisrael in Galut. Or you could take simple explanation, Lebanon is referring to trees, you chopped down all the woods, denuded, denuded the woods, the trees. Who's this behemoth that he destroyed? The doc says a beautiful thing. Behemoth, the natural inhabitants of the forest, B'nai Israel, natural inhabitants of Eretz Israel. You took the people of the out of their natural habitat to destroy them. And what's going to happen to you? Savata Kalam all that you did will be dumped in once. All the years and years of evil, the seven years of evil, will come and do one crashing down at one time. And who's this Modesh Sheker that we say later on? This is referring to your evil the final hoy number five, only one pasuk long, maybe two, debatable. Sounds like one. You're the one who worshipped your idols. You thought the, the, the wood will wake you up. The stone who is silent will come to your help. Who you're He's going to teach you. You know, tafusa avachesef. Just covered with gold and silver. And ruach and It has no spirit. This could technically end paddock bed. If you look at the haftarah for Shavuot, this is the fact the only haftarah comes from the book of Habakkuk, even though we have many famous lines. It really begins with Pasukhaf, Badunai Bechal Kotcho, Hasmit Panaf But we could also throw it into the last hoy. Bazat Hashem, we do Paragimel, we'll also start with the Pasuk to tie into the haftarah. It says, you think the Avodah help you? No. Hashem, from his Hechal, that's where the, land, the, world, the world is ruled. Hasbi Panav and the whole world will be silenced from them. Whether it's your Avodah whether it's your evil, all be silenced before him.